Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Welcome. I'm here today with Anna Kajelska. She is an amazing dietitian boss from Poland, and I'm excited to have her share her story. She is an ex-corporate worker, and she's a dietitian who specialized in helping women stop dieting, obsessing, restricting, and stressing over food so they can have full food freedom and trust their bodies again. Running a group coaching calls and using unique and powerful framework to help her clients learn how to enjoy the life they deserve without food guilt and body shame. Welcome to today's episode, Anna. Can you share where people can find you on social? Hi, Libby. It's amazing to be here. And my Instagram handle is difficult to spell, but I will try to spell it in English. So it's like Mm B-E-Z dot W-Y-R-Z. U-T-O-W. And that can sound difficult because it's in Polish. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to repeat that one more time. That's B-E-Z period W-Y-R-Z-U-T-O-W. And for those of you listening, make sure to follow Anna. She puts out amazing content representing Poland and dietitians and then food freedom. So even though it's not in English, it's a great opportunity because you know you are bilingual. So I want everyone listening to connect with you. And it's great to have international dietitians on the podcast and really representing in other countries. So I'm really excited to have you share your story. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for yeah. this introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. So all right, I would love for you to share a little bit about your story. So that was a pretty clear introduction. You help women find food freedom, right? And your feed, your content, everything you do is in Polish. Can you give us a little bit of background about yourself? And we'll eventually get to where you got today, but I would love to hear about what connected you with food freedom and helping women in that space. Yeah, of course. It's amazing that I can share my story here in your podcast. Um, So I was working, as you said in the introduction, I was working in a corporate job for 10 years and I just felt that it's not something which fills me up and which makes me feel fulfilled. So I was searching for something which will be something making more impact in this world and I felt that I really want to help people so because I was really fed up with this corporate work I was also in the same time I was very close to bodybuilding space Mm -hmm. to bodybuilding and fitness area and for the eight years I was really struggling with my relationship with food but I didn't know that at this point I was thinking that I'm doing good and people were coming to me and they were like oh my god I really want to look like you you look so healthy you look so glowing how are you doing this I want to have this physique which you have so I was helping them with workouts because in this time I also did my personal training certificate 
education. And I was working my corporate job. And after this work, I was making some personal trainings. And on the weekends, I was making my bachelor in dietetics because I was really thinking that I really want to know how to nourish our body. And I was always very much interested in the body. How does it work? Mm -hmm. And few years later, when I was traveling and I, when I was making my dreams come true by traveling around the world, I felt so restricted and I felt so busy with my thoughts about the food. What can I eat? What can I not eat? And then I realized that, oh my God, I'm pushing my experiences, which I can have in this different countries and with different cultures that I can try those cuisines and I cannot because I have this barrier in my mind that I cannot and then I started learning more about relationship with food and then I realized that oh my god I really need to improve my relationship with food because it was so obsessed and this is how it got me to the point that I felt this is it. I really want to do this because I saw that a lot of women struggling with body hate, with obsession about their food, that they cannot just feel good and experience their lives without this obsession. And that's why I feel so strong motivation to go into the world and talk about the intuitive eating and about the food freedom yeah. and that everybody is a good body. So this is how it looks in a short story. Thank you for sharing that. I have a few kind of deeper questions about your journey. What I'm hearing is that you did bodybuilding, people complimented you on your physique you helped people and profited from creating workouts based on what you had achieved in your, I guess, former life where you emphasize perhaps weight loss. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And then you had a moment when you were traveling the world and you had learned through different cultures that you maybe were too restrictive. And at that point you took a turn and learned how to find food freedom. And now you teach it to others. Is that what I'm hearing as a story? That's correct. Yes. I have a question. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you for sharing your story. That's beautiful. I know that the listeners are going to relate with that, even if they don't have the same exact story. I think it's beautiful that you're sharing how you came to where you are now, right? Because that's always the question. How do you, people are listening, probably thinking you're so clear and they might be earlier on in the journey, or maybe they're not articulating how they help people the way you are on Instagram, because you do a great job. You create reels and you're constantly talking about shame and guilt and helping women and Polish. And I think that's fantastic. So my question is, when you were traveling, Anna, was there a particular moment? Was there a specific day? How did you know? What helped you identify that you were being obsessed to the point where you needed to turn the tables and kind of take some action and reframe the way you were thinking? I think that it's a complex question. <laughs> if I can be very transparent with that, it really requires a lot of self-development skills and really reflecting about your choices and also about your needs and what do you really want from life. And when you are getting to the point where there's something that doesn't click, you start rethinking your style, your lifestyle. And then you are starting asking questions, is it everything what I can get from life? Is it everything what I can do in this life? And the most important question is, do I really feel good in this? Or maybe this is something which somebody is living and I just took it from someone and now I'm living my life 
through the rules which somebody puts in the world so that was a really it wasn't like i found food freedom and then i realized that i was obsessed and then i got to the point where i couldn't stand it more and when you feel that you cannot stay in the place which is very hurtful for you you really start doing everything what it gets to get you to the point where you feel this relief and when you feel that you can breathe again so it requires a lot of deep self-work yeah but the point where you are is more scared yep. than the point where you want to be so you have this inner motivation that you really want to get there and then you feel that you are ready to ask for help that you don't have to do this alone and this is what i'm trying to share with the world and mm -hmm. especially in poland because maybe your listeners don't know but my country poland yep. is a country which is very conservative still and there is a lot of shame and guilt due to our history due to our past as a country so we are not really talking about the emotions and about the things which are really pushing you to your goals to your dreams and it sounds sometimes like fairy wishes <laughs> i don't know how to call it in english but nowadays it's changing and i really feel that this is the time when i'm ready to encourage other women to just go through their dreams and to find the, this food freedom which really allows them to go for more things in their lives, to yeah. be more confident, to be themselves in their skin again. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's really powerful. And I love the personal development work that you do. And the first time we spoke, you had told me that you've done work on yourself and meaning you've reflected and you've thought about professional development, personal development, and that's what got you to where you are now. So I just want to give you credit that that's really great that you're able to openly talk about that because I think the deepest work we can do is the personal work, which then can be translated to our professional image, right? Understanding our identity, like you've used the word transparent. So finding that openness and finding what's authentic to you and then finding a way to communicate that, telling your story, identifying that you do have a story, having the confidence to share that story in Polish and speak in English, which you do a great job of. So I just want to give you credit for acknowledging how important that professional development road is, and it's gotten you to where you are now. Any other final thoughts about how that's impacted you or, or like tips about professional development for the listeners? For the listeners who are looking for a fine food freedom? Well, listeners who are looking to find their story. So it might not be food freedom, it, it might be something else, but they haven't done the work you've done, that personal work to get okay. to where you are now, which is being transparent. You're a very transparent dietitian and I love that about you. I want to say that I do appreciate all of your work and also all of the work which dietitians are doing all around the world because it's really not easy. But when you feel that it really is not about you, that it's really about something bigger that you can do in this world, that you can help other people. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. <laughs> That's true, really. That makes you feel so empowered that you really don't care how you look behind the camera or something. You really think and feel that you can help other people. And that's the most important thing which you can do or you feel that you can do. So you are just going and you are doing this. So I just want to say that it really requires 
scheduling a time for yourself. It really requires sometimes challenging relationships in your life, also family relationships. It's not easy, and I'm not saying that it's for everybody in this moment, but just take step by step and just try to not stop giving up on yourself. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And question back to what you said a moment ago about how what you're doing is represented beyond you, right? You're motivated to share your story because of helping other people. Is that a summary of what you had said? So yeah. my question to peel that back a little bit is what helped you get to that point where you feel so inspired that you get goosebumps saying it? And I did too. I thought that was really special. What got you to that point? If we are talking about the things which I did to get to this point, like self-development. You name it, whatever they've <laughs> been, you tell me what they've been. Has it, maybe it has been self-development. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just been failing a few times or like you said, of about your relationships. If you were to summarize, just tell one or two things that have helped you get to the point where you are now, what would you say they've been? I would say that I'm so grateful that I was brave to challenge my marriage in my past that I had this power inside of me to divorce with the beautiful person which I was married to really yeah. I'm so grateful that I met him we were together in the particular time in our lives and now we are on a different journey and also different difficult moments in my life which I thought that they were difficult but they were so needed and I'm so grateful for them right now because that allowed me to know myself to really find myself and trust myself back. And that makes me feel that I really have goosebumps when I'm talking about self-development because it's really scary, but it's so important and so liberating. And I do encourage everyone to just schedule this time for yourself. Do something what you really like to do. Sometimes when I'm talking with women, I'm hearing that they are working till 3 a.m., sorry, in the night, that they are doing a lot of stuff with their family, with the work, or sometimes with two works or jobs. And they don't even know what they like. And I was there also. I didn't even know what is my favorite color because I was so busy with my day-to-day -day life without putting myself first. Really powerful stuff. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing that you took a look at your marriage and made a decision that maybe was better for you with the path you're going down now. And it sounds like you've been able to enforce some boundaries to practice self-care, which goes into your message really beautifully, right? With helping women find food freedom and eliminate shame and guilt around food and their bodies. Is that, would you agree with that? Yes, I do agree. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I know that's personal and I know that that's hard stuff. And I just feel more connected to you and respect you more for the fact that you're sharing that on air. So I know the listeners are going to think and know that you're brave and you have courage. And I'm glad we're talking about this because that got you to the point that you are today to even be ready to post regularly on social, to show your face, to put up reels regularly, right? Because to get to that point, a lot of dietitians don't even get to that point where they're able to post regularly, where they're able to show their face. So that's why I was trying to peel back the onion, so to speak, to ask, how did you show up to where you are now, which is your ability to very regularly show up and tell an intimate story in a conservative country? And that makes you very courageous. Yeah. You know, Libby, I really remember when last year and now is the end of this year, but the last year I remember that I was walking with my dog and it was the middle of the pandemic stuff and I was listening to your podcasts. Really, I was listening to your podcast and I was dreaming that 
oh my god they are so empowering and there are people who are doing food freedom also oh my god so it's possible that i can do that also so i would say that really finding some places through the internet even because it's so easy right now to get the access to the even free content really high level content which you can get and you can hear somebody's story that's why i feel so transparent about my story because i'm pretty sure that there is even one person who can listen and who can relate to that and i can encourage that person to really set those needed boundaries and to really start thinking about them and start doing something which really they want to do but they are really scared of that so i came here to this point where i'm really confident to share my face in the stories even without the filters sometimes with the filters sometimes without the filters and it's because i know that when you are authentic then people really connect with you and they feel inspired by you so yeah i would say that you are really my huge inspiration and with your program if i can say it right now i mean <laughs> i know that it wasn't your question but i just want to share that i was trying by myself to create something online before we started working together but it really is difficult when you are doing this by yourself when you think that you can do it because you know because you've heard some podcasts or you were searching for some tools in internet but it can be also very overwhelming and you don't have the structure and with your program i gained so much more confident because i know what i'm doing i know in which direction i'm going so i don't feel so stressed about putting my face there in front of the people which i don't know which can judge me which can say oh my god you made a mistake saying this or saying this because my point of view is different now i have this power inside of me that even if there are some people who don't agree with me it's okay it's really okay because it's their perspective of what i'm sharing so yeah i think that it was the huge part of why i'm so confident on sharing my message and my story and my face in the internet and that i can be really transparent and i'm not afraid of that well thank you for sharing that my heart feels full to hear that and i love following and supporting your journey so thank you if you were to say can you talk a little bit about since joining the program what do you think specifically has helped? Would you say narrowing down your ideal client structure with your content? What do you think has been any progressions or things that have helped you set up your private practice from the program so far? So far, there is a few things which I want to mention. And as you said, ideal customer. And on our first conversation, I said that I was trying to do this by myself, but really I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so yes, you've helped me with that. And now I'm in the point where I'm really, really close to identifying my really ideal customer. And I also understand what does it mean to use the language of your customers to really go into their style of thinking yeah just to help them to understand what you are saying and also with the structure and with creating content that's amazing your program gives such a huge value and i remember when i was in the in the moment that oh my god i really don't know if i can take a part in this program but i just felt so much value through your work which you are sharing and through the people which 
really work with you and that works so i felt that's the ideal moment that to take the part in your program so that helps a lot with the content strategy to creating content to know what you are gonna talk to your customers to know how to market yourself because i struggled so much with this really low self-esteem really outside you could look at me and you could say oh my god that's such a strong self-confident woman look at her but really inside of me i was like little girl i was like oh my god i don't even know how to use the words to say what i want to say and you've helped that a lot with your program and also what i want to mention because i feel that it's the huge value which i'm taking from your group coaching program is that i realized that i really struggle with my time management skills so the way how you provide the value through this program is amazing because it doesn't make me feel like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I don't know how to do this and I cannot move. No, you really can empower me to reflect of what I'm doing and to take the next clear steps to move forward. And that's the huge thing which I'm taking from your program and also the Facebook group. And I'm like, I don't even use the Facebook. I don't even like the Facebook. And I asked you on our first conversation that, oh yeah, I don't really use the Facebook. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, we will explain you how to use it. So that's amazing that when you can bring people who are exactly in the same moment as you, and you can see that they are challenging the same things which you are challenging right now, that's so valuable. And I do appreciate that really. It's like, it's priceless. Thank you so much for the feedback, Anna. And we're thrilled and really excited to be able to work with you and see all of your progressions with your mindset continuing to become stronger and stronger and you putting out more and more clear content and where you're showing your face and your story is really powerful. So thank you for the kind words. Is there anything else? I want to talk to you about quitting your clinical job, but is there <laughs> anything else before we go into that? that you want to share related to social media or your story or anything else that we left that we didn't close as an open loop or do you feel good so far? Yeah, I feel good with that because yeah. that was a decision which was in my mind for a long time, but I didn't feel that I'm ready to quit my regular job. Mm -hmm. because you have so much fears in your head that oh my god what happens if it doesn't work what happens if i don't gain the customers but when you are coming to this point where you are putting your energy and time into building something and you feel that you really cannot do it anymore like just in the part and you really want to give yourself in 100% to that that's really requires a lot of courage yes to say yes. that okay i know that i'm worth more okay i know that. that's great that my value is more than this i know that i can create something from scratch by myself having such a huge support from you and believe me i'm very risk taker okay but i couldn't do this without your program Aww. so thank you so much for that and i really know inside of me in every cell of my body that that was the right decision so yeah from the next month i'm 100 in building my online private practice without support of my full regular jobs and and i'm not afraid of that i mean i am a little bit but i feel that i really can do this i know you can do this 
And I'm really proud and inspired to hear that story. Thank you for sharing that on air because I know you announced that last week on a coaching call. Yeah. And everybody was really excited and proud of you. And I'm, I'm so happy we're able to air this and share it with the world. So what does that mean for you differently as far as time management? Is it a mindset thing where you know you can focus on one thing? Or is it like, what are you most excited about? I know it's scary, but knowing that you're just going to have this be the number one thing, what's going to be different for you? I think that's I can be free, that I can be flexible, that I don't need to ask anyone for the permission if I can go for one day off because I really need to go to the doctor or I really need to go with my dog to the vet or I really need to spend time with myself because sometimes you really need this day that you don't really want to deal with other people. You just need this space for yourself. And I really want to have this ability. I do love traveling and my dream is to live in the Netherlands in the future. So I cannot believe that I'm here sitting in the one physical space. I'm that you are going to the one office and you are coming back home and I'm not saying that there is something wrong with that there are people who really like that and I think that it's okay but it's just not for me what I crave is this feeling that I can make decision by myself about my life and I don't know if there is a different thing which you can do if not your own business to just do this I fully agree. And I love that you're so clear, right? So you want the flexibility and you gave examples like take a day off, go to the vet, go to the doctor. You won't have to ask permission. So that's ultimate freedom and flexibility. And then you also mentioned you have a dream of going to the Netherlands and living there. And you can easily, more easily do that if you are 100% remote with your own business versus having this be a side business and still having to go clock in and clock out for a nine to five. So knowing that's an ultimate dream of yours with the Netherlands, do you have any kind of vision board or any affirmation practice or what are you doing to make that come to life? Besides talking about it here, that's a great step, right? Is to just say it. That's right. I have a vision board, of Uh course. I know my own way of making my dreams come true. So there was a time that I was dreaming since I was a teenager that I really want to go to the New York City because I was reading the books and I was like imagining that I'm this woman from this book and I'm walking on the New York City on the Fifth Avenue and I'm there and I don't want to go into details. But yeah, before the pandemic, I was spending amazing time in the New York City and that was more than amazing for me that it was exactly as I imagined that. But because I was thinking about it constantly and I didn't give up on this dream, I know that it also was the thing that made that possible. Because if you really believe that something is available for you, it really is. The only one thing I believe which you need to do is to take action to make those dreams come true. So yes, that's the mindset work. I do appreciate that your program includes the mindset calls. That's amazing value. And even if I don't have some questions, I really want to participate in those calls because there is always something which I can take from myself and to reflect on that later. And I've never heard anything which I don't agree with. So yeah, that's amazing. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And firstly, I love that you visualize what you want with the future and then make it happen. So for you from Poland to come to New York City, too bad I hadn't known you at the time because I'm in New Jersey so close. That's really special that you made that happen. In fact, 
I would love to see some pictures of you from your visit. So you can put those in our private Facebook group. And I'd love to just, you know, reflect on that and about how you had a dream and made it come to reality. So thank you for sharing that specific example. And then when it comes to mindset, I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes a harder sell, right? So in my company, I sell helping dietitians become full-time, quit their jobs and create six-figure salaries, right? And that is freedom. I am selling financial freedom where you're selling food freedom, right? But the steps to get to that financial freedom require a great deal of mindset at all levels. And a lot of dietitians that haven't done self-work or haven't done enough self-work don't quite understand what that means. So thank you for talking about how important it is to do the personal reflection. You mentioned traveling, you mentioned a previous partner, and now you're mentioning attending calls and finding the topic of mindset valuable. So I, I think that's important to share how important it is. An example could be reframing your mindset from something that's an obstacle to then seeing that obstacle as an opportunity. And as business yeah. owners and, and even our lives outside of business, just as humans in the world, the more we can focus on developing a stronger mindset and employing empathy to other people with whatever they have going on, it makes you a better human. It makes you a better person. And it definitely makes you a better entrepreneur. I agree with that. And I'm so happy really that I choose myself and that I choose this journey. And I'm so excited about it. Even no one day that I'm not doing the mindset work. So even if you have just 15 minutes, try to, I'm talking to the listeners yeah. now, please try to listen some podcasts with the inspiring people who really are sharing their stories. They always got started from somewhere. It was never built like, overnight and it's not a cliche it's true so the most important thing is never give up and this is what i always say that if you have a vision please don't give up on that vision you can always change your direction how to get there but please don't give up on your vision i love that that's, that's so special i have one final question unless if you have anything to wrap up here to circle back to part of what makes you unique i mean there's a lot of things that stand out you're an amazing human and dietitian when you mentioned courage that you have to represent food freedom in a conservative country. I just want to know what do either colleagues, friends, acquaintances, anybody that you know, or your followers in Poland, what do they think? I know what our community thinks and, and we all love and respect you in the Dietitian Boss program. And what do Polish people, how are they perceiving your message? What does that mean to them knowing that that's something that's more new in your country than it might be in America? That's a great question. And thank you for asking that because, yeah, that's a huge thing. Even today, I had the conversation with the woman who is mother of two kids. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she mentioned that, oh, yeah, so you are doing with this fitness stuff and with this dietitian stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm learning people how to eat intuitively again. And she was like, what? What are you doing? What does it mean? My husband is going to the special grocery shops to make us grocery shopping, which is the best quality and so on and i'm not saying that it's something bad i just started sharing with her the information that yes i do appreciate that your husband is doing this because that shows that he's really trying to take care of his family and that's amazing but please sometimes think about your body what your body needs then there is a time when people are looking at me like a little bit what are you talking about? Because they've never had this time to reflect what they need. So it's normal for them that 
they don't know what I'm talking about. And that's why I see so huge opportunity here in Poland to share this message because it's not so popular as it's now in the US. So yeah, I see this opportunity. And before that, I saw this as the block for me that, oh my yeah. God, in Poland, nobody is talking about that. It just starts showing and I don't want to do this here. Maybe I should start doing this in English because it's going to be easier for me. But now I understand that this is a huge opportunity for me. And that's the mindset also. So yeah. Yeah, that's really powerful. And well, you're a disruptor, right? You're taking a traditional norm, which would be maybe diet for weight loss, if in a, I'm assuming perhaps in a conservative country, is that right? And so if you're going against the grain and talking about something different, you're disrupting what people know as the norm for what a dietitian is, which perhaps is that a little behind America? Because I mean, food freedom and intuitive eating are definitely popular trends here in America. So if you're just a, a few steps behind in Poland, and I don't know, I'm asking you to validate this to me, I can see how you would be seen as a disruptor, which is a really courageous move to make. And it means there's some extra layers and steps with how you communicate your messaging. And that's part of the work we do. I'm glad to hear that you are comfortable with it now or before you got a little scared. And I also appreciate that taking that role of what you're doing in a country where that's not as accepted as America can be scary and important because you really are differentiating Anna, big time. That's true. That's true. And I feel it. And that's amazing. I see this now that that's amazing. Yeah. That really makes me feel more stronger because I know my true and I'm not afraid to share my true. So that also helps build boundaries, which I was struggling with. And I made this such a huge step to putting myself in the internet with this idea of food freedom and intuitive eating and challenging the way of thinking that weight loss for health is the only one way to live. And then I got such a huge haters, you know, in the internet and dealing with that and understand that they have a right to think this way was huge for me, but it made me feel so stronger to not be afraid to share my story and my truth. So yeah. It takes a lot of courage and you represent courage. And I'm so happy that you were able to share your story about your personal development. You shared how you decided to land on food freedom and having a past of being in the world of bodybuilding. You shared how you've been courageous and despite some of the barriers of representing food freedom in a country where that's not widely accepted, you've decided to double down and really be the voice of representation and how you've been able to follow the program, the dietitian boss method to get more clear in the process and then work on yourself and your confidence in your mindset and a strong mindset to be able to take this full time to live a life of freedom. That's just a little summary of what we talked about today. Really powerful stuff. Anything you want to close with today as we wrap up the conversation? It's, it's just been such a pleasure to be able to talk with you and support you. Yes, I have one thing. And first of all, really, thank you for having me here. Really, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And the second thing is that I really want to say this from the bottom of my heart. If you are the dietitian who struggle with how you can make your private practice online successful and how to have this structure and how to not feel so overwhelmed and how to not feel this scarcity that you cannot do this please don't hesitate please just sign up this program and i've heard those words from the podcast from last year and i was like oh my god yeah oh my god i 
I, I don't know. But then I made this decision and I really say from the bottom of my heart that it's worth every penny. So yeah, just do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for the kind words. I really appreciate the reflection. And again, I'm so grateful that me and, and the team have an opportunity to work with you. It's an absolute joy. So if you could just remind everybody where to follow you on social one more time, and then please everybody listening, connect with Anna and just uh, support her work and I'm sure return the favor. Yes, of course. You can find me on Instagram on the handle B-E-Z-dot-W-Y-R-Z-U-T-O-W. Fantastic. And yeah, and I'm there. And All right. in the future, I will be also somewhere else. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds, sounds great. I'll give you a shout out on our feed as well. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Livy. Thank you so much. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.